Hey, welcome to another episode of YQG and Bloom. My name is Tracy Martins and I am here today with Spectrum Spanish Tutoring. I have Carrie and Aricia and they are going to tell us about their business. Welcome ladies. Thank you very much for having us. Yeah. So Carrie, uh, you being the owner, what made you start a Spanish tutoring? Um, well, I like studying languages, so it just started off as a hobby to learn Spanish. And then I realized I had to teach myself because there was nowhere to go anyways. And I just thought on a, just a good business opportunity, especially with all the companies that expand into Mexico, other places, Latin America, you know, Windsor is huge, um, you know, tooling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chrysler's, the greenhouses, all these uh, places, you know, have other centers in Latin America. So I just saw it as a good opportunity. And when did you start, Aricia? Well, I reached out to Carrie in uh, 2021, Mm -hmm. I think it was, Mm -hmm. and uh, around September. Yeah. We were just coming out of all the pandemic stuff. And uh, I was trying to look for something to do that wouldn't take up much of my time Mm -hmm. uh, because I have other things going on (laughs) and uh i just sent an email i didn't know we had a contact in common i knew her sister and um i just said well you know if you need any help if you ever need any extra teachers just let me know and right away she reached out and i was surprised of the amount of people in windsor that were interested in learning spanish i was actually pleasantly surprised i when i met carrie at her sister's wedding and i found out that she did this i was shocked that there was such a need in our area which is great because you have your latin school your arabic school so it's great to have other languages as well french and now spanish (laughs) so it's awesome what age groups do you guys teach? Like, where, where do you start? This is a hot topic right now. I'm still kind of, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this out. And I, I just had an, an email today from someone looking for their kids. Um, I started a, started, kind of helped organize this kids group. So I'm more starting to direct younger kids into this kind of a play group called Windsor Amiguitos um, on Facebook. And uh, because I find that with children, they learn at the pace that they grow. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to find people, uh, parents that would pay for the length of their childhood to do lessons. I mm-hmm. mean, you're as best as you are, you're capped at your age. So a four-year-old only speaks Spanish as well as a four-year-old speaks anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're not going to be fluent like an adult would be until they're an adult. So it's it was too much of an investment I found for what mm, people didn't realize the investment that it was. So I'm really happy starting with 10, 11, mm-hmm. 9 maybe. Now, they do really well. If you did have that that younger age group that you're talking about, almost like a little play group, do they learn better in games? Actual- yes and no. The problem is when you only have an hour a week, mm-hmm. games are great for attention uh, for younger kids. But once you can read and write and you're, and you're used to the school setup, and yeah. you can, it's only an hour. So a game is great maybe to get them comfortable with you and kind of get, get the ball rolling a little bit. But to spend the whole hour doing a game, you, you can use better, there's better use of your time for, for you know, 9, 10 and up. I find, yeah. Yeah. But you might have different experience. I, I was going to say, I play games with my adult students. Oh, yeah? Um, yes. <laughs> they, like her, they like her more. This is why. This is She's why. the fun teacher. She's the, I'm the cool aunt. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I can teach any age, uh, but what Carrie, along with what Carrie said, it mm-hmm. would be like, sort of like when you, when your kids are in a full French school. So if they know how to count in English up until 10, they will learn how to count in French up until 10 and Spanish will be the same. So it's not like we can go faster than what their brain development would allow them to learn. Um, with adults and teenagers, of course, it's different because you can actually do go the extra mile with them and explore a little more. It's yeah, I do play games with them a lot. Like the way I teach by the time they come to me, uh, they're able to, to carry on a conversation. I try to teach in a, in a, in a fun way Mm -hmm. and try to pick up on the cues of what the students like, because it's personalized, right? So we get to know them fairly quickly to explore subjects that we know are going to be of interest for them. So is it, is it individually? Yeah. So, well, there are classes, but the problem with a class is that you have a lot of personality types. You have mm-hmm. a lot of um, different types of learning. Um, so we tend to just focus more on the one-on-one stuff. Um, so you might have a couple that's quite common, a married couple or someone dating, or, um, you know, they'll come in and they back back together or what have you. But majoritively it's, it's one-on-one I find is the best. Or siblings. Or siblings. Yeah. <laughs> or siblings. Yes. We now, like they, our siblings. Yes. Do they come here or is it online or both? Uh, there, are, there, there is an online option and that's where Odisia champions. Um, I focus so far, mm-hmm. um, up to this point anyways, on the in-person classes. But Odisia had a, had a good point that you, we talked about before is that with the younger kids, it tends to be the parents want them to take another language. Mm-hmm. That was a really good point you made. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. when you get to 11 and 12... It's the kids that are want to learn it. Yeah. So that yeah. makes a big difference on how you can approach it as now, well. Now, is it usually because they have a friend that is Spanish speaking or... I like, find a lot of them, they just, they just, just want to get ahead. They're curious. Yeah, yeah they're curious. And they. when I was um, deciding if I wanted my uh, son to attend a full French school, uh, I asked um, several people and I remember this most beautiful teenager tell me that uh, she and her friends that are in a full French school, they feel like they're cool. Like it's cooler to know Mm. another language. So that could be a factor. I never even thought of it that way, but it does help having the extra languages. Now, do you guys tailor each class for specific needs for each person? Yes, this is Odisia. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, I have the business owner, Mm -hmm. okay, that wants to talk about finances and wants to talk about what's going in the world of business and all of that from a Spanish perspective. So, yes, I have to do my research and see, okay, what would be appealing for this person to be able to discuss about in Spanish and expand his vocabulary when it's business related. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I have uh, another student that it's all about traveling to uh, countries in Latin America. So that's what we focus on. And all the vocabulary is uh, around traveling and uh, around, I don't know, airports, uh, food, depending on the countries that he's going to go. It's like it's endless. Okay, so yeah. they, can, they can call you up and say, hey, yeah. I'm going <laughs> yeah. here or there, and can you guys help me so I can navigate? Mm, 
-hmm. while I'm gone? Yeah. So I would, we separate them into the two. So we have the private classes and up to this point, I more or less start with the students. And Mm so Orisa can kind of make that extension into focusing on traveling, focusing on work because the students have their, their basics, right? They have the fundamentals. If you're a brand new student and you don't know Ola, then I can't just focus solely on one. You have to understand yeah. the base of the language. You have to be able to function within the language. Mm-hmm. And then you can offshoot, which Odysseus is great at finding what they love. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they suffer with me, they have fun with her. But that's, and that's another reason. It's <laughs> like, I got to cover the, the ground, the, right? The, the important stuff, the well, fundamentals, you, you need the hard that. work. And then I swoop in and take advantage of all the the work that she has laid down. You the, still all get the foundation. Though. <laughs> you still get the hard stuff. Too. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I I never even thought of that. Like when we were talking before, and you said that people were looking at it for travel, but you really do need the fundamentals, the basics, in order to be able to go yes. into that area. Now, how long just to learn, say? Mm-hmm. basics mm-hmm. is that like a couple classes or mm-hmm. like <laughs> your fundamentals uh no six months yeah mm-hmm. well it depends what you That's consider cool. fundamentals um if you were to google it we could probably do it it probably will say four to ten years to learn a second language oh for sure fluently oh fluently yeah yeah conversationally yeah like a strong yeah a strong conversational fluency but um again what's fluency yeah you know that's it's such an open-ended word um we most students sit around the two-year mark i would say yes um so like go they can they can go they can date someone they can open a business and they have they can you know travel they can do they can just live their life in that language now it's a lifelong process i mean I'm still learning English. You're still learning English. You're yeah. still, you know, and, and it depends on what you put into it too, right? Mm-hmm. It depends on the commitment that, like, what do you want to do about it? Are you going to do your homework? Are you going to practice? Are you really going to listen to Spanish podcasts and or maybe Spanish songs? It doesn't have to be a process that is rigorous or it's not fun. It's it can be a very fun. Yeah process it doesn't have to be boring or daunting the other thing is that i think this is a good segue to talk about our the, the new yeah the new course that yeah. we wanted to promote yeah i thought about this and i'm not exaggerating when i say seven or eight years mm-hmm. that i've had this on my back of my mind like fighting it because you do get the odd phone call where people say hey i'm traveling to cuba and i just want to you know get a rough go and I say, well, what do you want to be able to do? Just ask, how are you? Or do you want to sit and talk to someone and, and find out about their family? Well, yeah, I want to talk to them. Well, when what you're looking for is not what you're saying. What you're mm-hmm. looking for is you want to speak Spanish. Yes. And so 99% of the time, they just sign up and they do the full thing. And they and they seem to have appreciated that at the end of it. So I fought for a long time, like, you know, I don't want to water Spanish down to Oh, travel with it. Like you never mm-hmm. heard that. Oh, travel English. You don't hear that. What's no. travel English? <laughs> You're gonna come to Canada and just like memorize ten expressions. That's mm-hmm. not gonna, you know, how's that? Yeah. Thank you. Sure, you can do that, and you should learn up, you know, five keywords when you go anywhere. Um, so it took me a long time to to figure out how to approach this because. Even just saying, how are you? It's like, okay, you don't want to learn the fundamentals. You just want to really practice the stuff you're going to need Mm -hmm. on the resort or whatever. So how are you is a good one. But it depends. Are you talking to someone you've seen every day all week and your friends? Are you talking to someone that you haven't met before? A child? Are you asking more than one person, how are you? And that changes 
that simple expression, that simple sentence. And, and what so are it's you not do? as simple as that. And when, what are you going to do when they come back? Muy bien, ¿y tú? ¿Cómo estás? Yeah, I just only know how to say that, but I don't know right. why you're telling me. <laughs> right, and as beginner... Yeah, but... Sí, señor. Cerveza, por favor. Well, and try memorizing, as, as a beginner, try memorizing 20... Oh, just memorize these 20 things. You're going to mm -hmm. mix them all up. You're going to, oh, yeah. you know, it's not going to work. So I so I worked out to do it. Um, instead, you're, fun, you're, you're focusing on the fundamental, on the main verbs that are used mm -hmm. to express anything. So it's not just at the restaurant, but it's anywhere that you're going to go and you're traveling. There's, you know, five or six fundamental verbs that you can utilize. And so it's trying to build like a, sh like a shortcut version of the expanded one, not let's memorize these 20 things yeah. that won't actually work when we get there. Cause it might mm -hmm. not be sunny. <laughs> it might be snowing. <laughs> it might, there might be a tornado warning. You never know. You don't know. Right. So, so. And also open-ended, um, expressions like mm -hmm. there's really not much that a person can answer to what you're asking and that's what we want to approach like um i don't know if they're in a restaurant like can i have the menu please and you know that the waiter is going to come el menu por favor and mm -hmm. he's going to come bring the menu and uh if you're gonna if the the waiter is going to say todo bien and then you know that you're gonna answer if it's everything okay si sí, muy bien gracias so If you want to, like you say, the, the food is cold, mm -hmm. then we would teach that or, the, or it's too hot or I want salt, that kind of stuff yeah. that you can actually learn that and practice that for the short amount of time that you would be in a Spanish speaking country. Growing up in my neighborhood, I was pretty much the only English speaking person. Everybody around me was Italian and I learned to understand it but I couldn't really speak it. So the reason that you would understand and not speak is because you were surrounded by it. The mm -hmm. problem is in Canada, we're most not. people that are coming to me are not surrounded by Spanish. Yeah. Um, so we don't normally get someone that says, oh, I understand it. You know, French, sure, we're in Canada. Yeah. Spanish, never, not one person sorry anyone that this might be a lie for um, but I can't think of one person that came to me like oh I understand and actually understand Spanish yeah but I can't say a word of it it's well totally that was me when I was little but that's because I was yeah. surrounded by it since right. I was born mm -hmm. and I was eight years old and I still could not speak a word of it But I understood absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. So when we're learning it, I always separate the learning into, I really see it as two elements. Because just like you said, you master the listening, but mm -hmm. not the speaking. It's like, it's like you're learning two separate languages. And that's why I'm always encouraging the students. Listen, you can love your textbook work and you can do the class with me, but you have to go to conversation class. You have to listen to these podcasts. You have <laughs> to watch movies. These things that are fluent Spanish, not babying, not baby Spanish, mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. ABC song, full fluent. Spanish constantly surround yourself with it because unfortunately we're not surrounded by it so we have to rely on technology or you got to travel you know you got to immerse yourself in it yeah. somehow and if you don't have the means or the resources to travel or simply you don't want to um you always have there's plenty of podcasts there are mm. plenty of movies netflix you can slow it slow it down so you can understand it because that's another challenge right yeah. when people speak so fast a native person would speak so fast and that was my challenge when i started teaching i had to really slow it down i realized oh uh, most of the words sound like they're together so yeah. they have to oh let me just pause pronounce pause pronounce mm -hmm. but as carrie said you have to practice you can be a grammar wizard and that's fantastic if that's the only thing you want 
But if you want to carry on a conversation, just by talking and listening. Yeah. Yeah. It's a famous student question. I'll say something like, oh, just so you know, the, the word, uh, I, I don't know, for brook or something. Well, I'm never going to use the word brook. And it's always they come back from the trip like Carrie. <laughs> I needed that um, word. I fell in the brook, and yeah. you know, it's like it's like that famous thing. Well, I don't know how. I don't need to know how to say that. Well, what if someone else says it? Mm. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> well, then I'll get it. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's why conversation classes comes in in a big, big way because we have a private once a week mm-hmm. for an hour, normally for an hour. I mean, you can adjust that, and then conversation class where every week we have a native speaker. It might be the same one for a couple of weeks. Usually they switch out, um, sometimes male, sometimes female, mm-hmm. um, different countries. So if you want to focus on Colombia, come to the teacher that's Colombian, et cetera. And um, that's when you can really get rid of the, you know, heebie-jeebies and really try getting your language out and listening. And I do accents too. So okay. okay. Yes. And <laughs> if you want to learn Argentinian Spanish. Okay. So there we go. You, you've already said Colombia and Argentina. How many different forms of Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny because Carrie says, oh, they are all sounding like you because... I, <laughs> okay. I, I, I grew up in Venezuela, right? So yeah. it's like, yeah, the word mm-hmm. llamar, which is to call me llamo. I, and my name is uh, llamo. So my students go like, is it llamo or is it llamo? <laughs> it's whatever you want. Whichever mm-hmm. way is great. You pick the one that you like the most and that you stick with that. <laughs> so we have Spanish from Spain, mm-hmm. uh, Argentina, uh, Mexico, Colombia, I would say those are the ones that have the strongest accents that at least I can understand, dominate, and teach. Mm -hmm. There are many others. You have Mm -hmm. uh, Panama, Honduras, Paraguay, Uruguay is very... Chile. uh, Chile, yeah. Now, can they all understand each other? Absolutely. Okay, so it's just... Different oh pronunciation okay. mainly, Different, but like rhythm of talking, rhythm of yeah. talking, and also certain words. So the one that stands out the most different is Argentina, and uh, other than that, between I would say between Colombia, Mexico, Venezuela, we would have different words for certain things. But that's when you fall into the slang. Oh, okay. Okay, but everybody speaks... Spanish is universal. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter where you are. And we try to focus on teaching a word that is universal. Mm -hmm. For example, popcorn. There's many ways of saying popcorn. In Venezuela, we say cotufas. And uh, (laughs) I know. So nobody's like, what is that? (laughs) But usually, universally, palomitas de maíz, which is pops of corn. So that's, we try and teach that the universal one that, that everybody, they're going to understand you wherever you go, they're going to know. And with the students, we also try to really hone down is that do not be afraid of messing up in Spanish with Hispanics, wherever you are, because we are so happy that you want to learn Mm -hmm. that we will hug you Mm -hmm. and kiss you if we can and thank you for trying to learn and we want to help you we will not shame you Mm -hmm. i do not know a hispanic that would shame you for speaking Mm -hmm. trying to speak spanish and if they do yeah you hit a raw neck of a person yeah Yeah. and that's like you get a lot of that feedback from from french and i'm going to say it because it just continues to be true and i'm talking you know out of quebec and out of Mm -hmm. france i can only really say about those two areas you know, I speak, I'm learning French. Or I speak a lot of people from France, a lot of people from Quebec. 
And it's, it's, everyone knows this here. It's like, it's hard to approach mm-hmm. French speakers. Um, it's a harsher reaction. Yeah. They're very protective of their language, which is great, but mm-hmm. not great for learners. In my, I think it's great, but not great for learners. So I think Spanish is a whole, whole other beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone loves when you're learning it. I know. I yeah. really want to. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. so much fun. Now, how would you guys encourage your students to continue on with their Spanish language after their tutoring session ends? That's a great question. No one's ever asked me that. Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. Um, well, one of the things we do is conversation class. You're meeting native speakers mm-hmm. in your in Windsor. I can speak for Windsor. If you're coming in person in your community, we do events every mm, you know, COVID mixed it up and Christmas yeah. gets crazy. But otherwise, normally every six to eight, eight weeks, uh, we do, uh, oh gosh, we've done tons of things. Odisha has led quite a few, a cooking class. I'll let cooking you talk class. about that. That oh, was so fun. We've done. Oh, nice. Yeah, and all Latin American food. So, and very mm-hmm. easy to make with products that you can find in any supermarket, not even special supermarkets. You can get it at Walmart, you can get it at Freshco. Very easy, accessible, and uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a a big turnout. That was a great one. I saw your invitation to. um, Yeah, we're going to go to Mexico Town. Mexico Town. We're going to do that. Yeah, so we've done, you know, boxing classes, nature walks, cooking stuff. We did a CrossFit class um, too in Spanish. CrossFit class. And, you know, there's always a different teacher leading it. So you're you're meeting people locally because it's great when you're going on vacation once, you know, a so month out of the year. But are the, these are just like add-on classes or mm-hmm. events that, the, that they can come to. And it's it part helps. of the membership. It's part of the so membership. Wow. This is like, it's more like a club. So you have like a monthly, it's sort of like a okay. club access oh okay so it's a membership fee that people would pay. it's not a membership we we, we bill monthly it's yeah you what yeah. you're doing is you're paying for the month so we can call but it that yeah but you can get you get a lot out of it then. yes you it's get a lot just, out of it you get four lessons and that's it if you guys are doing cooking classes or going to mexican town or, and you have access to us all the time. Yes. There is a, a big That is group a membership. Chat. That's wonderful. It's yes. way, way better than just your once a week classes and yeah. that's it because people are going to take advantage to have more, I think, I would if, if I To could. get more out of it. Exactly. Yes. Try to tell them that. Try I don't want to bug you. I don't want to bug you. That's what we're yeah. telling them that now. We're telling yes. them that now. Yes. Please bug and me. And it's interesting <laughs> that you said, well, how do they carry on after right. their studies are done and they have reached yeah. the levels that they wanted to reach? Interesting enough, they remain friends. Yeah. Because we're that's fine. True. You're so cool. See why they like her more. <laughs> and they love us. You're right. We're they, friends with everyone. So they don't leave. <laughs> we're always in touch. Yeah. And yeah. you know what the funny part is? We're in touch in Spanish. Oh, because yeah. they send me things in Spanish, mm. memes or little videos or oh, so cute. And everything is in Spanish and they, they mm. are encouraged. They do it themselves. We mm. don't tell them you have to talk to me in Spanish. No. Oh, they're proud that I'm still doing this. Exactly. Uh-huh. And, and speaking of that, don't think that when you sign up, you're just going to show up and we're just going to speak Spanish. Mm. It's not going to happen Eased like in. that. We're going to ease you in. It mm. will. We won't thrust you in it. Mm-hmm. We will take our time. Well, and that kind of touches on how, and I don't know if you're going to approach this, but how I'm the owner of a Spanish company and I'm an Irish girl. <laughs> yes. I'm sure it was in your list. It was. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> but I do know that you love languages. Yeah. And But I don't remember why Spanish. Um, why that 
I don't have your business. I don't have a good answer other than it just being good business opportunity for the area Mm. for why I learned it for native English speakers. Spanish is, I believe, rated the easiest language to learn, if not one of the easiest for native English speakers, not for anyone. Um, So, you know, it was something doable for me to learn on my own. Okay. You know, we share a similar alphabet and all these things that, that cuts down a lot of the aggravation of what you'll find with other languages. Um, I think people find me a bit more approachable coming yeah, in. Until they meet up. her. Until they meet me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, people freak out and it's like, oh, it's, you know, Carrie Dunwoody. Oh, Oh, it takes Spanish with Carrie. Okay. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> you know, but like, that's nice. So they, they, they're not so shy. And, and you would be shy to meet someone from well, another yeah. country and a different accent and a different everything. So, you know, it, they're, they're used to me. Yeah. Actually, yeah. when they meet me, that's when the intimidation starts. <laughs> well, yeah. Because every time I have a new student and they know, oh, oh okay, you're going to have a class with a native. Oh, I know they're going to cancel. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yes. And it happens. And it, it takes maybe one or two two times that they canceled to say, okay, I can't keep canceling. I'm going to have to tough it up and show up. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, yeah. there was nothing to be afraid of. That's when you get the thick accent yeah. going and really. And good. that's when I start talking like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to join. Like you got all that. No, you got to get the accent. I'm like, yes, she gets it. <laughs> that's the yes. fun part. Yeah. Really intimidate the bejesus out of them. <laughs> Remember you said this. I, I am. Okay. Okay. Do you guys incorporate any cultural aspects to your lessons? You had said about cooking, but do you go into any of, you know, their various holidays? Oh, and- yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We did that. Uh, I loved, I love holidays because I start comparing what we do here mm-hmm. compared to what I grew up with. So my favorite is always New Year's Eve and all the crazy traditions we have in Latin America, which is like, it's too long to, to, to like list right now, but there's a lot of, um, different things. And when I explain this to the students, it cracks them up. So it's very fun. And, uh, at the same time they're laughing, but they're learning different words Mm -hmm. for things that they never thought about before. Or why should I know how, how, to name, I don't know, I don't know, luggage or money chairs, the grapes, the 12 grapes. Money chairs? What's a money chair? Yeah. Money in the chairs. And, and yeah, I, I'm telling See? you. See? Okay, I'll answer email so quickly. Okay. <laughs> so, at New Year's Eve, it's a lucky thing to wear uh, yellow underwear. And if you want to find a partner, a romantic partner, so then you do red underwear so if you want to travel you walk around with an empty suitcase and if you want to be prosperous and have more money you better have bills in your hand when that 12 o'clock hits and then we have also the 12 grapes sure the 12 that grapes. everybody knows about the 12 everyone grapes well Sophia Vergara talked about it in modern family <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I so we have the 12 grapes and the champagne and oh and then we if Again, if you want to find a romantic partner, besides, like, on top of having the red underwear, you can uh, step up and down a chair 12 times. That's just getting a nice booty. So here we go. (laughs) I'm having, I'm carrying a suitcase on my right hand, the money on the left hand. And going up and down the stairs. I'm going up and down with this underwear that it's uncomfortable. 
up and down the chairs. This is why Latinas get everyone. And then I have all the 12 grapes in my mouth at the same time. Where does the drinking come in? Like the tequila? <laughs> I don't It's in there with the grapes. Oh so is that a special hat with a little straw going in? <laughs> you know, that's not a bad idea, Tracy. I will incorporate that. See, now they're going to learn how to say sombrero. There you mm-hmm. go. This mm-hmm. could be like a Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad idea either. Yeah, so we do Halloween too, and then we talk about that. And no, we're not very much into it, but... It's interesting. We're not very much into it. Ten minutes later, talking about hats. <laughs> but she's not contrived. Like, she loves this stuff, and she has that direct comparison, which is so nice. Yeah. It sounds like fun, and stuff like that, Encourage uh, to me, it encourages people to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you learn everything, and it's not just the textbook and the teacher, and you're just sitting there going, okay, uh, buenos dias. Yeah, and-, and touching on that, I particularly when I teach my classes and they tell me, well, what is uh, leche, for example, that's Mm -hmm. milk. I'm not going to tell them it's milk. I'm not going to tell them that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, well, you know, uh, do you know a cow? Yeah. What, what does a cow give? And then we start. We'll meet, they grass, they do this, they do that until they finally get to, oh, it gives you milk, leche. (laughs) And I, I get there, there, if we're on Zoom in person, I don't care if I have to mimic things for them to understand it. I want them to get there by, like on their mm-hmm. own and mm-hmm. not translate. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. It, it forces them to think and they're yes. going to remember it. The connection yes. would be more lasting that mm-hmm. way. Okay. Can you guys suggest anything extra like podcasts or books or any? We're the only thing that matters. Okay. That's right. Um, (laughs) Then how can they get a hold of you? It's just us. Uh, No, there's other resources. And getting hold of us, um, we're a fan of phone calls. Um, everything's on Google, Spectrum Spanish Tutoring, numbers right there, emails there on the website. Um, You can message us through the website. But you know what? You're going to want to ask teach Spain or Latin American Spanish? You're going to ask about the schedule. You're going to ask about everything. So calling is always a lot easier. Yes. So do you guys have anything sample-wise for people to look at or anything that they could go online? Um, people tend to rely so heavily on us, which we can give it back. But, you know, you're learning the language. We already speak Spanish. So mm-hmm. you're learning it. We're a great resource, and I'm going to give you all the resources. I mean, everyone knows YouTube is amazing. There's great channels on YouTube. Um, and you guys will in- be on there soon, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. And it doesn't matter how disciplined you are. If you think that you can self-teach yourself, by all means, go ahead. But it's going to be a different experience. Like, I'm dying to learn French. I wish there was a spectrum French mm-hmm. uh, for us to have here in Windsor because I'm doing it on my own and it's very hard. It's not the same. And we are going to, the way we do it is like you are immersed in this culture. We Mm -hmm. are going to joke with you. We are going to correct you. We are going to help you get there where, whatever your goal is. And I, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I always tell them if you understand the joke in Spanish and you can say the joke in Spanish, you're on your way to fluency there. Yeah. And even if you're a self-propelled person, I mean, I, I taught myself Spanish, so it's an example. Mm-hmm. I did take it at the university for a couple of years, but I, I didn't learn like um, nothing. Um, couldn't say three, couldn't string. I wasn't asked to speak once. It's, you know, it's a class of 30 people. How did people you do with your and, conversation? Um, 
well, I came out of the doing nothing. So I went to Leamington and I worked with a nonprofit that, you know, worked with the migrant workers. So I kind of got accustomed to the sounds, but really I just went home in my room and studied. And I think that's pretty rare for your first language yeah. to be self-taught. And it's rare because it's awful. Um, you know, I, I enjoy learning. It's like a crossword for me. I enjoy uh, languages, but it took me years. And so through the suffering, I found the way to make sure other people are not suffering. So this is coming to you guys is perfect. It sounds yeah. like it's a lot of fun. You have a ton of resources for them. Maybe we can get some field trips to Absolutely. Cuba, Venezuela. Mm. We've done Mexico. Nice. We went to Mexico. You missed it. You guys definitely need to contact Spectrum Spanish Tutoring and maybe get into their next field trip, which I want to go and give them a call, learn a new language. And it sounds like fun. It sounds like a lot of fun. fun. These girls are great. Thank you so much, Carrie and Arishia. I really do appreciate you being on our podcast. And thank you so much for joining me, Tracy Martins, at YQG and Bloom. You guys have a great day. Bye.